lot of lies Tell me this don't feel right on time Yeah, I'm the hope I know you're worried, just leave it all behind If you see it shine I won't grab a hold of it, yeah, 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 yeah If you see it shine Everything you need for sure. Yeah, I'm not her. I know you're scared, just follow my lead. If you see it shine. Good morning. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie every Friday here on 1150 AM KKNW. We will be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities that are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Shine. I love those ladies when they came in. Great group. And then Benny, when they come in, he he kind of mixes up the song, and I get to play them over and over No, again. they're perfect. I never have to touch them. They're that good. The artists are that good. Cool. Come on, Dina. Cool. Cool water. <laughs> cool water. Right. Exactly. Woo. I think they've been here three times, and three three songs. Anyways, she's yeah. been on my show. Mm-hmm. Um they're going to be at the Bayview Tap Room. They came to visit me on Woodby Island, God, maybe three months ago, four months ago, and she met the they met the owner, and now they're playing there tonight, Friday, seven o'clock, Bayview Tap Room. Uh, it's Langley Washing, Woodby Woodby Island. Uh, we also have Little Big Fest, and you can go to littlebigfest.org. We'll end the show with a song from one of their performers. Uh, we'll end the show today with that. But yeah, we got some music on the island. It's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday for Little Big Fest. And we also have Cool Water, um, my favorite band, playing where I can be right there in front, drinking a beer, and then I can get up and dance if I want to. The best. Some of the places let me dance and no one else. <laughs> I was at that speakeasy the other wait, day. Wait, wait, wait. They don't <laughs> let you dance? So I shouldn't say this, but the speakeasy, you can't dance. And it was Skane and Tipple. Okay. And so I was there, and then I just got up and started dancing, and then... She took a video of me, and then someone else tried to do it, and they shut them down. <laughs> well, that wasn't okay. Well, maybe just because they didn't want so much going on in there, that doesn't mean you couldn't. Maybe I was getting a party started. That's, and they tried That could have been it. Maybe yeah. they were just trying to cut their their uh, actions yeah. quicker than usual. Trying to not get anyone in trouble. <laughs> yeah, I think but, still think it's a good thing though. It was it was fun. So what I'm going to do today is I'm going to talk about things that make you shine or the things that make me shine, the things I love to talk about, things that are in my book, Our Energy Matters. And I loved last week's show with Alicia Michelle and Anthony Manna. Great job on both of them. And AstroAware.net is definitely Alicia's website. And her little uh, company out of, was it Gaines, Florida, I believe is mm-hmm. what it was? 13 Moons? Yeah. Great little site. Great, great business. And uh, Anthony and I do an Our Energy Matters uh mm-hmm. And we have a hundred of them, so you can go to mydina-marie.com and check out Our Energy mm-hmm. Matters. And it's all about my book and what Anthony um, learned. But astrology is one of the chapters in my book. And over the three years, I, me and Anthony started seeing some past life stuff, some remembering. And uh, our chart was just, I mean, I was blown away with all the information that came out of that show. So you can go to the archive and listen to that one next week if you want to. Or not this week. You can listen to the last week. This week. Did I say that right the first time? <laughs> I think so. Okay, cool. All right. They're all saved. 
We've got them on, on hold for you. Well, I had a little coffee, so here I go. No, that's it. <laughs> I am so excited uh, just to share with you some of the things that uh, really do lift my spirits. And in my book, first I'll just tell you how the book came about. I was, let's see, I want to start with being a personal trainer. And I taught exercise and I, you know, taught aerobic classes and um, I really enjoyed it. And I started like uh, reading books on like Mind-Body Connection, which was Louise Hay, You Can Heal Your Life. And all those books opened up a whole amazing world for me. Uh, and it was things like color therapy or whatever it was and Mind-Body Connection, of course, because at that time um, I was teaching people, you know, about their bodies. And if their right shoulder hurt, I'd say, is that an issue with a man? Um, your husband maybe is weighing on you and she's like, oh, yeah, and then her low back hurt. Maybe there was some financial issues in the home because that's like, you know, money, which is your back. So I kind of played with that was as a personal trainer and then um, actually started meditating for years, about 10 years while I taught aerobics and I had my kids at home and I started seeing past lives. And so I got interested in that and then I went to the library and I, I got books from all my favorite bookstores and then I started seeing more past lives and putting pieces together of my own life. And um, there was also, I would do dream work with my children. So all these things started to um, actually be a part of my life. And it got to a point where the stuff was getting too much for my family, <laughs> my uh, extended family. They were like, wait, what are you getting into this uh, woo-woo stuff? But, you know, through the years, I've learned that I've got to be me. And I started to change my life and actually do the stuff that resonated with me. The stuff I saw through meditation, which was uh, angel communication, it went way too far for some of the people I know, but I had to be myself. And then as I was myself, I got healthier and healthier and healthier. So those diseases uh, disappeared. I don't have asthma. I don't get sore throats. Uh, I sleep at night. All the things like anxiety, all those things started to go away the more I became me. And I was dating a man um, and he said you should be a hypnotherapist and I at that time had no idea what a hypnotherapist was and so I lived through synchronicities and I told him if I get three little dings three winks from the universe I will look into hypnotherapy and so uh, I have a bookstore it's called Vision Quest in Everett they sent out a flyer it was um, hypnotherapy gathering at a library in uh, Mount, uh, Mount, Mount Lake Terrace and I thought, oh, gosh, I'll go. It's $5. What do I have to lose? That was my first little wink. And then I go in, and the woman that I used to teach aerobics to and how, you know, I was the aerobic um, coordinator was sitting behind uh, the counter. And it was a Halloween event. And it was Halloween, and everyone was dressed up. But I knew this woman. I said, oh, my God, I can't believe it's you. And she says, it is me. And 10 years later, she became a hypnotherapist. And so that was my second wink. And then the reason people were all dressed up is because it was about past lives. And it was a past life, what you were in a past life, dress and, and you know, come in as a past life person. And I sat there and I thought, oh, my God, this, this is resonating with me in a really good way because I see my past lives and I have no one to talk to about it. Well, hypnotherapy, uh, you can do past life regression. So I was very interested. That night I actually signed up for some classes. Um, you know, I'm, I'm just working at a grocery store at that time. And then I started to... Uh, Doing those classes, I started doing um, regression with people in the class. I saw things, took them back. They took me back. It was very, I love hypnotherapy. It is like one of my favorite things. So at that time, I'm still kind of teaching aerobics. And I bring in, it's got the body, you got the mind. And I um, kind of set up shop. And I became a hypnotherapist after, you know, a year taking classes. 
And then at that point, I learned Reiki, Reiki, which is energy work, hands-on healing. And I was really good at it. So I combined the hypnotherapy with the Reiki. And I had my chakra rocks from the bowl of crystals I was keeping in my office. And people wanted to know what they were for. So I was playing a game with kids called the rock game. (laughs) And I just brought my rocks into my office. And pretty soon I was doing these chakra readings with the crystals uh, I was doing guided imagery and Reiki, um, and that became what I, I did um, for many years. And during that, people wanted to know how to do the readings. So I didn't know how to do the readings because I just invented it. And so I was going to teach two clients how to do um, a chakra reading, rock readings or crystal readings. And after that, I, I had to write the book. But at that point, I had to figure out what the chakras meant to me. So in a playful way, I had to write a book, which I really didn't know what I was doing. And then I got super busy with my hypnotherapy. So then I set it aside. And as the years went by, I had so much success with my clients that I had to put their stories in the book. So that's kind of where the Our Energy Matters YouTube comes from with Anthony Manor reading the book because he loves those stories. So it was a a a progression over maybe three years when I finally got the book uh, published but teaching people to how to uh, know what a chakra is back then was super hard so I came up with this playful way um, and how I describe the chakras you know there's seven this is super um, kindergarten uh, that you when you look up that's your crown chakra when you have a great idea that's the universe kind of like winking at you or giving you um, an idea so that's a light bulb going off then you mind's eye this is your brow chakra what you do is you start to look at the pictures that are coming through uh, you're asking yourself can I do this like say you want ice cream all of a sudden you're seeing what flavor you want so that's your brow chakra then you have an inner voice which is your throat chakra and your brow chakra which could be intuition uh, it could be your higher self but there's that small still voice that says Dina yeah let's go get ice cream then there's the other voices that when they're blocked could say things like oh you don't have the money uh, you're you're too fat whatever your voices say but that's a throat chakra Um, Those are your higher chakras. You have an idea, you kind of focus on it, and then you start to have a conversation with yourself. Then you might use your throat chakra to say, hey, honey, let's go get an ice cream. And then he can say, yeah, that's a great idea. So now both your hearts, your heartfelt intentions, which is part of the the title of my book, if your heart's in it, you're going to take your idea and you're going to act on it. So you're going to get out of your head and you're going to get into your body. Solar plexus, that's below your heart. And that's when you physically, I say this a, a lot, but it's when you're on the dance floor. I can't tell you how many people are living a life of thinking of things and never actually doing it. That's a block chakra. That would be your heart chakra and probably your solar plexus. So if you are listening to music because you want to go out and see your favorite band, they play your favorite song and no one dances and you get on the dance floor, that's your solar plexus because nothing can stop you. Then you have your sacral chakra and that could be you on the dance floor in front of this band, your favorite band with your favorite song. And someone coming out and, and grabbing your hand and twirling with you. That's your sacral chakra. So sacral is when somebody helps you, supports you. Uh, if you have lots of ideas and you have helpful people that help you uh, birth your ideas, much easier to manifest the things you want. And the root chakra, which is in your hips and all the way down to the floor, is the physical world. So my book was an idea. I worked on it. And then I kind of stopped I also had a voice in my head that was negative saying, who do you think you are? You're not an author. It was a very negative voice. But during all my inner work, I I got rid of that voice and I put my heart into it. 
And then I financially uh, found money for it, and that would be my solar plexus, and then uh, Sacral Shocker, which is your ed- editor, and having someone help me. And then I had a publisher, and I birthed the book, and then I had it in my hands, and I'm like, oh, God, now what? So then you go back to the top of the chakras, and the way you keep them open is you set your intentions. So you must know what you want for you, and then you can move ahead. So I, I was actually my own attorney many, many times, probably 45 times, and one time the judge says, Dina, you have to make a motion. What do you want? And that's when it just clicked. Like, what do I want? And it's not what I want for others. It's what I want for me. So praying for yourself. You set your intentions. You look at things that are working in your life. Um, look up and uh, count five things a day that, that lift your spirits. Um, the other day I was just thinking about running in the woods and how beautiful this planet is. I mean, just having your um, higher chakras open is just being positive, of course. And then your brow chakra is you want to keep your, your mind quiet enough to when that small, still voice comes in, you can hear it. If you're constantly talking or you have like TV on all the time, if you're stimulus, like com- stimulation coming in, you're not going to have a very um, clean upper, uh, upper chakra's brow, brow or crown. So what you want to do is meditate or quiet your mind. Quit thinking. Tell yourself to be quiet. And then if the intuition comes in, you can use your throat chakra to initiate other people to help you. You can put it in action by really wanting it bad. How bad do you want it? I really wanted my book. Um, and I had to start saying to myself good things. So that's kind of self-love that I'm worthy of being an author or writing a book. Um, I did have a hard time handing it to people. That's for sure because I didn't know if they would like it. And then there was a point where I just didn't care. And that's what you have to do in this world. You have to be authentic. You have to be yourself. You put all your chakras into action and, and physically manifest the, the reality, the illusion that you want to see. This is just a dream anyways. So the chakras are something I love to tune up, and I teach people how to do it. So when we're doing a reading, you'll find a block. And if you find a block, in the book I have prescriptions. And so you go do the prescription, and it slowly uh, unkinks the hose, the energetic hose, And then you start moving ahead again. Now, if you're not moving ahead with those synchronicities, then you need to sit down with yourself and set your intentions again. So I do uh, once a week, I write down the things I'd like to manifest. Um, Once a year, I do a vision board. And people are amazed that when they come over, like, you have all those things. And but then you have to renew it because we do change. And I'm ready. I'm due for my new intention board because things have changed in my life. And that's how you know you're growing. You know, when people come and go and you you change, that's growth. If you're stagnant, not much going on there. So what I did was teach the chakras. I started doing classes. But really, my favorite thing is writing your intentions down. Then you put that little piece of paper away. You wait for the winks from the universe. I have to say, I, I work with a bunch of guys, and they don't understand my stuff. But this winter... I was talking, I must, it was Christmas, and um, the year before, I had an inner voice saying that I was supposed to give the man I work with a hug from his mom, but I was scared back then. I didn't want to tell him that I feel like your mom's here, because <laughs> I, I do do some mediumship, and I didn't say it, but one day, we were working together, it was dark, and I said, I said, yeah, well, I started talking about my dad, and yeah, we passed early at, at 50, but my dad had a bar. And it was here in um, Factoria, right down the road at Bellevue. And that was probably in the 70s. It was in the 70s. And I said, on Sundays, we'd go in early and we'd paint quarters. 
and we paint them with fingernail polish, pink or red fingernail polish. And they're like, oh, what does that mean? I, I, I don't know even why I'm, why I'm talking to you about this, but I said, uh, that's what we used to do. And then I said, for, for some reason, I was talking about my dad and him passing, and I, get, I got the courage to tell my boss, last year at this time, your mom told me to hug you. <laughs> and he goes, Dina, I wish you would have, because, yeah, that's what my mom would have done at Christmas time. And so, anyways, I go home, and I get a knock on my door. They found a red quarter that night in the till, and it was painted red, I mean, with the fingernail polish. And then I said, doesn't mean anything if it's not 1975. Guess what year it is? It's 1975. So now, because I'm myself even more with everybody, but there was a point, you know, maybe three years ago, I was kind of confused about what was going on in the world. And I kind of shut down a little bit. And that's why I'm so glad that Anthony Manda came into my life and helped me remember all the stuff in my book so I can I can lift my spirits. So just those are synchronicities. And synchronicities are playful. They're fun. They're wings from the universe. And it means you're in the right place at the right time. If your life feels blocked, you're frustrated, and there's no joy, then you need to sit down with yourself and count your blessings and ask for what you want. Uh there was a few things in my book that I, I really like, and I think teaching intuition. Um, intuition is how I get places. And if I don't have the synchronicities and I don't have an intuitive little voice, I do nothing. And sometimes that's hard to stop when you're moving so fast on the treadmill. But if you don't stop, you don't get perspective, you don't have time alone, you'll end up where you don't want to be. So I spend a lot of time in silence. I don't turn my radio on sometimes. I wake up with no, no sound in my house. I'm at the beach by myself. And I spend time until I say, what do I call it? Get my head on straight. And, and exercising in the woods, that's another place. I, don't, I love the gym, but I don't get the aha moments as much as I do when I'm by myself because there's distractions all around you. Gyms used to be a little bit different, but everyone has their headset on and there's a TV playing. But time alone helps the higher chakras. Get the light bulb, which is, remember, that's looking up. Then you have a little picture drop down. That's your intuition. And then you might give your friend a call. That's your throat chakra. You have a heart-to-heart conversation. And pretty soon you're planning a retreat at Earth Sanctuary, and it's Earth Day. And that happened, you know, this year. So it's one of those things that everything seems to flow when you're tuned up. And that's really what I teach. But you want to have your intuition intact, which, again, is being alone with yourself asking for what you want, and when you get the intuitive hunch or the light bulb when it goes off, you have to act on it. That solar plexus, it could be scary when someone says to quit, the, the higher voice says to quit a job or leave a relationship or move out of your house or something, but it's always been good for me. And I have one story is where I was married, and I something wasn't right. Something wasn't right, and I st- taught my seven-week course where you start with the crown chakra, the brow chakra, and the first uh, week, I set my intentions. I said, I want to go somewhere warm, vacation warm, uh, meditate daily, run two miles, um, eat and drink in moderation, and rise and shine, uh, get up early. Because these are all things I was not doing, and I was not healthy. And something happened with my marriage that just shocked me. But I got my inner voice saying, you need to go to Kauai. Your clients offered you to go. Just go. So I did. But I didn't tell anybody. I ran away from home. My kids were old enough, and I wasn't being treated the way I wanted to be treated. And I went to Kauai. And maybe three months later, we were no longer married. (laughs) But 
how did I get to Kauai 10 years in a row? I got there because I listened to my intuition. And the second time I went, I was running two miles. I was eating and drinking in moderation. I was rising and shining early because our hours are off really far over there. And um, I was I was on a vacation for sure. But it was all the things I wanted. And I didn't mean to get them so quickly. But when you're doing your chakra work, which I did, I did all seven weeks. And then eventually I moved to Camino Island. And I've been on islands ever since. So that one Get on a plane and don't tell anybody. It was super scary because it was snowing that day, <laughs> but I did it and it paid off. And now I can see all the times I've listened to my intuition, how it's always been right. But it's always like pulling the rug out from under you or doing something that people are not going to like. So if I don't get the green lights and I don't get winks, I don't act. And that's when I'll take the day off or I'll go to the beach. Um, I go to the beach every day now just so that I can get that perspective and so I can see where it is I need to go next. Um, another thing I like to do is dream inter interpretation. So that means um, getting a dream journal. I don't have to do it like I used to, but I used to even have it with my kids, and it would tell me what they were thinking and, and what was going on in their lives. Every morning we would talk about our dreams. But dream interpretation is a really good way to keep your higher chakras uh, tuned up and to keep your intuition intact. So Nowadays, I have more dreams about, it's, I call it data dumping, because I'm, I have so many different jobs I do. I meet so many people during the day. Um, I'm watching animals. So I have lots of dreams about pets. I have lots of dreams about helping people. And then I know, too, if I have dreams where I'm helping babies that aren't mine, that means I'm doing too much for other people and I need to pull back. Um, but it's data dumping is when you've watched a, a video, then you watched a television show, you've had 10 conversations, and you'll have these random weird dreams. But that's good if you're having those because you're, you're cleaning out your computer, you're cleaning out your mind. Um, if you're having nightmares or if you're having, you know, um, that kind of stuff that wakes you up at night, it's really important that you stop and maybe get a counselor or go on a vacation. But, you know, when you're having the same reoccurring dream, it's really important to write it down. And you can even go online and, and have someone interpret it for you. But the Dream Dictionary will, will help you figure out what's that one thing that's bothering you. I, had a, I was working out at a gym, and this man told me his dream, and I interpreted it for him. And I said, it was a plane he was on. Oh, he's always on the outside of the plane. He was never on the inside. And I said something like, do you always feel like outcast, like you always don't belong? Or, and he actually went and got therapy because that's how he's been feeling his whole life. And, and it worked. And it worked, but the dream was trying to get his attention. You also have really uh, lovely dreams. Um, I do, I don't, I am not a medium, but I do get messages from the other side, from people of cross to get through to people here that are hurting. So I do get those. I make sure it's super important and I don't say anything unless, you know, I really know it's the right thing to do. I don't do it for entertainment purposes, but you can be your own medium and you can use your dreams. Dream interpretation is so helpful. Like if you lost a loved one, um, what you can do is put a picture of them when they're super healthy and just ask for a sign. And when you go to bed at night, most people will get a like, I'm all right. I recently I had somebody come through and it was just it was it was funny. It was playful and it felt good. And that's how you know it's the universe helping you to get along and move forward. And then you know that they're okay too. So dream interpretation is you know, you also can get, I've had dreams where I call my son in the middle of the night and I ask him if he's okay. And he's like, 10 minutes later, 
he was thankful for that call because something was about to happen. So dream interpretation is another thing I teach, and that is for the higher chakras. And we come back from the break. We're going to talk about a few more tools I use to lift your spirits. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. If you see it, If you feel stressed, overwhelmed, or stuck, join me, Dina Marie, at Marla Williams Transformational Retreat at the Bow Sanctuary in Bow, Washington. I have personally experienced transformation by working with Marla. If you are ready to experience a calm like you have never had before, feel more joy and happiness within, and get immediate results that last, join me at this amazing three-day wellness retreat and transform your life into one you love living. Go to MarlaWilliams.net and click on Retreat to sign up today. Little Big Fest Music and Art Festival is back August 11th through the 13th at the Whitby Island Fairgrounds Event Center in Langley, Washington. Little Big Fest is a weekend of local, regional live music, arts, and family fun on a beautiful island in the Pacific Northwest. Come for the day or stay all weekend. Visit littlebigfest.org and get your day or weekend pass with or without camping. Check out the bands. That's littlebigfest.org. Get ready for an adventure that will ignite you from the inside out. Join us for the Solation Backpacking Retreat, September 18th through 20th, 2023, in the Suquamish region of Washington. Immerse yourself in the beauty of nature, revive your spirit, and form deep connections with like-minded women. Experience the vibrant, alive wilderness like never before. Hike through lush forests, camp under the starlit sky, and find solace by tranquil waters. Visit SharonMoreen.com and email now for more information. Lift your spirits with us every Friday at 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 1150 a.m. KKNW Seattle. We will be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities that are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Miss a show? No worries. You can visit 1150kknw.com and click on our archive page or like Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie on Facebook for upcoming guests and events. To contact me, Dina Marie, visit dina-marie.com. Thank you so much for listening. Find out the latest about your favorite shows on Alternative Talk 1150. Check out 1150kknw.com. Thank you for joining us this morning. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. And I'm just going over some tools to help you shine. Did you like my quarter story? Loved it. Loved it, loved it, loved it. And it was really cool to like throw it back because I've been here yeah, since 1991. And I remember, you know, seeing where that business used to be. Sportsman Tavern. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We were kids. We'd paint those quarters with yeah. our finger. That was our job to paint sure. it. Then we could use them and play. Um, it wasn't Donkey Kong. It was Asteroids or something. In the, One of the bigger ones. And yeah, the from pinball Atari. machines and pool. And then mm-hmm. we'd pull the quarters out. My dad would keep them. Yeah. But that was how we kept track of the money we used to play games. I think that's really cool. And the fact that I have, I have never seen one of these ever in my life. <laughs> but that night after talking about it was super cool. And I believe that was my dad coming through. And I do tell I'm going to tell the story this. That time I ran away from um, home to save my life because my marriage wasn't. He was actually not being good to me. He was cheating on me. 
with a friend. So my intuition was spot on. And when I got back from that uh, runaway trip, guess what I got in the mail? Card. $12,000. Oh, even better. <laughs> and you know what the 12000 was for? The day I was born, there was an insurance policy. Oh. That no one knew about, and it was from my dad. Huh. That's pretty weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's how I started my life over, and it was one of those things that caught, that's how I ended up Camino Island, because that day my voice is like, what am I going to do with my life? I get a phone call. My friend says, I have a place for you to live. That's how I got to island time all the time. And I got to be the director there. So listening to your intuition, it's uh, powerful and it works. And I have plenty of stories. I also want to tell a, a story about dreams, dream interpretation. Like if you want to see somebody that's passed, you can ask for that. I needed guidance about a job I wanted. And this is when I was really heavy into uh, meditating. And I was aerobic teacher, but it was at a, like a club that wasn't the best. In fact, the floor was made of um, cement. And so it wasn't even good for your Definitely body. not good for the joints. No. Nope. And then I wanted to work at this elite club with a, a suspended floor and all that, but I had no self-esteem. I'm super skinny, all buff, and I still have no self-esteem. I talk horrible to myself. And then I started doing the inner work with the Louise Hay mind-body connection and the things I said to myself, and my health started getting better. And then one night I had a dream. It was about John Lennon, and he had passed. And he was in one room, like they were observing the body type thing, funeral, and then the other room was Yoko. So oh, she's no. staying, yeah, and she's super pregnant. And I'm in there helping her. <laughs> I'm helping her move about because she's so pregnant. She's going to fall over. And then um, so that to me is something's going to pass and something's going to be born. So the next day, me and my dream interpretation, after I wrote it down, I thought, that's pretty weird. Something's going to happen. I went to the grocery store. It was right next to that club. My voice said, today's the day. And I was like, I'm scared. I can't do it. Just walk in there and ask for, you know, a job. And so I do. I walk in. Everyone quit that day. Everybody. And it was like these girls were on ESPN doing like aerobics, right? This woman had a lot of power, so she took all the members. But the club was empty, and the woman said, guess what? You're hired. <laughs> and then she taught me how to do aerobics because she goes, you're not very good. But I will teach you. And through that time, I ended up teaching at Boeing. All these places I get to do because this woman took the time to actually teach me, you know, eight counts and all, all that stuff you need to know. And I learned step and boxing and anyways new beginnings usually is a death so if you see something dying it's not a bad thing it means something is going to be reborn one more tip about nightmares sometimes a nightmare if something wakes you up and you're super upset and scared go back to the middle of your dream it might be a message in between uh, and that's just the universe trying to get you awake so you can remember your dream. So that's just another, I, I've always, if I have a nightmare, I always go back to what was going on before I had to wake up. And it's usually teaching me something or telling me something, giving me some type of insight about what I need to do next. And again, like the mind-body connection is your body's always talking to you. And I think Kasara in True Health, she talks about this a lot. Uh, emotions buried never die. Um, and it's really important that, you listen to your body. So as a kid, I had asthma. I had asthma horribly. And I also had throat issues. I'm a triple Gemini, which is what we talked about last week. So communication is really important to me and talking about how I feel. That was so interesting last week's show about emotions in my, I think my, something's in cancer, my, one of my nodes. But yeah, if I'm not expressing myself and I can't be around people and, and cry spontaneously or laugh or be myself, I get sick. And I used to have strep throat. I've had mono. I have had none of those things after I um, 
it was probably when I my first marriage when I started being really true to myself, reading my books, teaching classes, um, meditating, all the things I love to do, talking about my dreams. Um, and I haven't had a sore throat, I think once in maybe 15 years, it was because I wanted to ask my boss for time off and she was a female and I have a hard time talking to females, um, because of my mom always telling us you should keep your mouth shut, not be seen and heard. But I had a sore throat and I thought, what does that mean? Oh, you're afraid to ask her for some time off. And so I did and I got the time off. It's just this thing that a block chakra, you know, your throat chakra. So mind, body connection. Right side is masculine, left side is feminine. It's not always true, but it seems to work. I used to have the worst right shoulder issues, and my right side of my body was actually smaller, and that's because I was constantly giving. I was always giving. I wasn't able to receive. So probably in the last three years, I've been working on opening my heart and receiving. And when people give me money, this is the best part. In the last year, like when someone wants to buy me food, I say, thank you, or I, I never try to do that one thing where I try to think of what I can do for them next. Sometimes I just take things without thinking about how I can give back to them. And it's, it's been a real hard thing for me to open myself to receiving. And I, I think, like, most of my issues are gone. I don't even have, someone said, I, do you need a massage? I'm like, I don't think I even hurt right now. But I'm also being really good to myself. I sleep a lot. I take care of myself. So your body is your root chakra. That means eating right, resting before you're tired. A sleep is essential. That's when you rebuild your body, plus your mind gets a break. Um, you want to make sure that you get out in nature. You want to be in, on the earth as much as you can, especially in the winter when there's so much um, man-made materials like our shoes, uh, cement, the carpet. You know, Walk outside. I know it sounds crazy, but uh, the negative ions they were talking about on Conscious Talk last week, uh, how nature feeds you. So more being fed less being drained by television, the internet, Wi-Fi, and things like that. So mind-body connection, you can look up Louise Hay, you can heal your life. Best book I've ever written, and it certainly changed my life because at that point she wrote, uh, things you say, whatever you think, you manifest. Your thoughts create your reality. And that time when I was super thin and all aerobics and buff, I was thinking I was fat, ugly, stupid, I couldn't do anything right. So after reading the books on the chakras and meditating, I learned to quiet those voices, and I don't have them. Uh, the voice I might have, I think I do some worrying sometimes. Usually it has to do with my family. <laughs> or And I stop myself because I know that's praying backwards. Or I might think about an anticipating what could happen. And that's when my anxiety kicks in. So I know if I have my um, blood pressure stuff come up, I know I'm thinking a thought that's not good. So replaying the past, things that you've done that you have no control over, or moving too far in the future is going to give you anxiety. So all you have to do is breathe, bring yourself back to what I call OM, back to your heart. And then the key is to have no thoughts in your head. And I know that's hard nowadays because you got so much going on. But that's, it's my, I don't even have blood pressure issues anymore. And before I was taking medication. That's a had, good thing. Yeah, and I had all kinds of side effects from them. It wasn't working for me. But now I know when my face turns a little red, I yeah. bring it down. Mm -hmm. Sure, breathe. <laughs> I bring it down. Gotta breathe. And this is a weird thing, too. My lips actually heat up. And that's how I know that I'm thinking about something I have no control over. Huh. I don't know. Anybody else have that one? But it, it's like all of a sudden my lips get hot. I'm like, oh, God, what were you thinking? I was thinking about something, someone I love, 
and something I can't do anything about. So what I was riding my bike the other day. They said, yep, this is what you can do. You can focus on good thoughts or think nothing at all. You can spend your time wisely doing the things you love. Uh, make as much, you know, income, you know, take care of yourself financially. And energy is how much time you spend with the people you love. That's important, you know, and rest. So if you're not doing those things, you, you're going to get sick. So that means really stopping. The word stop. Stop, slow down, breathe, and your life will be so much more enjoyable. Let's see, sun signs. Well, we got uh, last week's show, which was super fun. Uh, I go into, with a reading, we'll do uh, numerology, astrology, and then they go into the crystals, and it's very playful. And sometimes I can see past life with the numerology and the sun sign. Um, for instance, Mance, uh, Gary Mance. When I read him, because of his numerology and his Virgo, I see him as a scribe. I see him as a scribe in the catacombs. He's got all this information, but he can't tell anybody or do anything with it. And now Gary Mance is like super, like he's got to get the, the word out. <laughs> And that's, I just, uh, I also see uh, Suzanne with, like, somewhere where she's in charge of money. Like, she's an Aries, and she's just like. I can see that. She's, yeah. Totally. Like, she yep. might be the money changer of the church, and he might be <laughs> in the catacombs. And in this lifetime, they have that, that, that show, and it's all about metaphysical stuff and getting the word out. And now they're so funny. They do music, too. <laughs> they have to have the, because back then, you weren't dancing. You weren't playing any songs. You were listening to Gregorian chants. Something like that. So we got we got past lives uh, to do with your uh, Gemini. I'm a Gemini, so probably in a past life I was um, I didn't have a voice. So this life I'm a triple Gemini. Yeah, uh, Leos tend to have some type of royalty behind them in a past life, and then you add the numerology, and it kind of shows you what you came here to learn. Uh, I am a Gemini with a, a life number eight, which is I came here as a female. I believe it was a man in the last two lives. I came here as a female to express myself, to say no when I want to say no, to love myself. And eight is about power and abundance. It's super important that I make my own money. I'm in control of my own life. And I've been exercising that for 59 years now, at least 50. Practicing, like when I don't want to do something, saying no, because I've always felt pressure into saying yes to things and I've always been sick when I do things I don't want to do I make myself sick so it's it's, it's uh, probably three years I haven't had anything sick which is funny but yeah we're going into um, what's it 2000 each there's also numerology in the years uh, I can do your life number and also your um, uh, year number my year number is a 22-4 um, the last time I was in a 22-4 is when I finished my book and I just feel like this this year is the year I'm supposed to either redo the book or do something different. Everyone keeps encouraging me to uh, write something. And because I do dog watching, which I really love, they're like, why don't, oh, it was Benny last show or one of those shows. He said, why don't you write your book while you're dog watching? You said that. And I think that's a great idea. So that's a synchronicity and a wink. So I need to sit down with myself. It's always time in the day to do something. Well, I and can double up. do it this fall and winter when what else that is too. there to do? No, there's tons of things you can do. No, it, I'll tell you, living on the <laughs> island is super fun. That's true. But when winter comes, it kind of shuts down a little bit. It shuts down yeah. and it's dark. And um, I think that'd be, I, I see that Good opportunity in my mind's yeah. eye that it's time for me to sure. write again. Right. 
and I wasn't sure if we redo the Our Energy Matters, which people are asking for. You can't even get it online. You can't buy it anymore. It's like 150 bucks or something um, at bookstores. So I think that might be my uh, wink from the universe or my green light is to move forward and write another book. Um, yeah, so again, tools to help you lift your spirits. And really what I like about the chakra readings is when you see what's blocked, and it could be just that day you were with someone that you couldn't talk to. But if you have a blocked throat chakra, you know, time and time again, um, I've, I've prescriptions I've done is karaoke. Um, write a letter and burn it. Um, talk to someone you, you can talk to. That's another way to open it up. But anything creative, you know, music, music art, uh, cooking, that opens the throat chakra. But again, most people will do, number one, is they'll write a letter to someone that they can't talk to and they'll, they'll get rid of it. Uh, let's see, we could go to the brow chakra. It's really important to like what you're seeing. So if you're ever like hit your forehead and you're, you're with people, they might be painting pictures that aren't healthy for you. I know the news shuts it down, video games shut it down. Uh, when you're scrolling and you see something you don't like, and which is if you're scrolling all the time, you're going to come across something that I, I that's the one thing I, I'm not liking in the morning if I check my stuff because that's how I'm starting my day on something I didn't want to see. So that's why I'm in nature as much as I can. Um, keeping that that brow chakra is, is seeing beauty, a sunset, looking up at the stars, um, focusing on the, what's working in the world, the people that are kind to you. Uh, the crown chakra is again counting your blessings, setting your intentions, knowing what you want, and spending as much time looking up as you can. Uh, heart chakra, I love teaching Reiki, so that's hands-on healing is like good massage. Ah, my favorite is my grandkids when they come over and we, we we're hugging and holding hands and um, spending time together, playing a game. It, it, um, I have to say with Anthony Mann, my conversations with him open my heart. And I always get here early before the show, and I talk to, to Benny. It's been nine years, for about a half an hour at least. And we have, like, what's, how, how's your life going? We catch up. And having someone you can talk to, that's your throat chakra and your heart chakra. Um, and then Reiki is basically um, hands-on healing. But a lot of people are hurting, and they've been blocked, blocked their heart for so many years, they don't even know it. And when someone holds your hand... Um, sometimes tears just they just come out and that's good that's cleaning out your your uh, solar plexus and your heart chakra and your throat chakra it's crying oh that's another prescription is is watching a movie you know for a fact you're going to cry i have some songs that i watched or listened to and i there's i think i try to cry once a month it's just a great way to keep your heart chakra cleaned out also laughter um i have to say anthony man when he, we talk the first 10 or minutes he'll say something so funny and it's because we're talking about something that's bringing us down and we'll just change our tune. And I'm like, oh, God, it's a belly laugh. Um, and solar plexus is that, is that breath. That's the chakra below your heart. It's deep breathing. It's exercising. It's um, riding your bike. Anytime when you breathe, or like, again, crying. But solar plexus is finding that thing that brings you joy. So I pretty much prescribe um, people going back to what they used to do as a kid. For me, it was riding my bike. Or even the other day, I went swinging with my grandkids. Something that makes you feel like a kid. Something you do alone. Uh, could be, I say painting and creativity, but that's maybe your throat chakra and your brow chakra. But more something like I used to teach aerobics or box. Anything where you're breathing heavy and you go <gasps> like that and you get that second wind. Um, there's some breathing exercises you can do for that too. Again, find that one thing that you love to do and do it. 
Anything you were at five that you loved to do? I had um, somebody, what was it? It was, uh, used to play piano. Picked up the piano again, and his whole life shifted because he spent that time remembering what he enjoyed instead of working all the time. So, uh, the sacral chakra, which is in your hip, is the pleasure center. It's the people you hang out with. It's your family. So if you're um, with people that really don't lift your spirits or you don't feel warm and toasty when you're around them, I say put yourself on a diet of cool people. Write a list of the people that you love being with and slowly less calls to the other people, the obligation. You know if you're obligated to see people, that is not keeping your, sh- your energy high whatsoever. So I've done it over the years, and it, and it really works because pretty soon if the cup's empty, and there was a point where I was around nobody, then certain people come back into your life or you meet new people. And recently I've been meeting a lot of new people, but more on we're more like-minded. We have a lot to talk about. It's interesting. It's fun. I feel full when we're done. It's a very supportive, and I feel valued. That's another thing. The sacral chakra is healthy when you feel valued. It's also the uh, water. So, you know, bathing, swimming, uh, going to the beach. Um, And it's also, uh, again, you need to feel pleasure. Pleasure would be me eating a meal and enjoying it. Uh, When I was super thin, I mean, I would feel bad after after I ate food. Uh, That's the opposite. That's that guilt thing. That's the the breaker of that sacral chakra is really what you want to do is find. I love dancing. That's probably my biggest pleasure. And when I go on the dance floor, I don't care what I look like. I let my body move in any way it wants to. And I have fun. I guess that's probably spontaneity and fun is the sacral chakra. So if you have time to play and be yourself, you're going to get more synchronicities. You're going to get more intuitive hunches. You're going to attract better people. So that's your really your that's you're getting down to the trunk of your tree in your chakras. And the root chakra is again that's your physical body. Um, a good way to, to well a good way is to write down any ailments you have and look up it in the mind body connection. What's going on in your body? Um, it's being um, very cautious about the things you put into your body. Like I drink super well uh, good water. Uh, eat amazing food. Uh, I try to buy it from people I know, especially this time of year. You can go to uh, the farmer's markets and, and you you will feel more solid and you're less likely to do things you don't want to do when your root chakra is intact. And that also is that you think about, you know, if you don't want to do something, the root chakra to me is like, no, I don't want to. And they don't like try to persuade you or anything. Oh, gosh, somebody wanted me. To, oh, I love my friend, Sonia. But she the other day she wanted me to go to a healer circle. And I was kind of hurting, and I didn't feel good. I was thinking about something that was bringing me down, which is negative. But I was also tired, and I've been working too much. And my inner voice is like, you're tired. You need to rest. There's that root chakra. And I love her, but she's like, Dina, it's a bunch of healers. It'll be good for you. And I was like, my inner voice says, I, I just need to stay home. And the last thing she wrote was, uh, you'll have fun or something. And I almost felt like I had to go. And then I said, Dina, stop. And so the next day she goes, Dina, they weren't really nice women. They talked trash about everybody. <laughs> and it wasn't that much fun. And I was like, thank God I listened to my voice. Last thing I needed was more negativity or anything like that. I just need to take care of myself. So, again, I'm practicing saying yes to me, uh, resting when I'm tired, sleeping probably more than I should, but I'm also making up for lost time. So, yeah, all I need to do is tune up my chakras. And a, a playful way to do it, you can read, uh, go to our, our Energy Matters 
YouTube with Anthony Manna. It's on dina-marie.com. And each week we highlight a part of the book, which we have a hundred of them. And it has been such a joy to be, I said, re re uh, reintroduce. That's the word. Reintroduce to what I taught and what I do. And because uh, I did take a little breather there. We were in a place where I couldn't be in social groups and stuff like that. So having Anthony come into my life and each week uh, keep our chakras high together has been a huge blessing. And I think God did it probably because I asked for it. But yeah, if you want to uh, check us out on um, YouTube, um, go to my dina-marie.com. So let's see. Again, I'll be on Woodby Island in September. We'll be I'll be doing retreats. Again, I don't really want you to come in August. I do have friends coming. I pick them up off from the ferry because there's parking there now. But it's just I don't want anyone to have to get on that ferry um, during August. But September, mid-September, if you want to come out, it's a four-hour retreat. I can also help you find a place to stay if you want to spend the night and give you some pointers. But uh, it's Reiki, the chakra reading. We do the labyrinth. We go to my favorite beach that I don't talk about. And then we'll go down to Langley. Uh, most people either have lunch with me or dinner. And if you stay a little bit later, we could do sunset. Uh, Woodby Island, off-season, beautiful time to come out and um, lift your spirits with me. And again, dina-marie.com is where you can reach me. Tonight I will be on Woodby Island listening to some tunes. Cool Water, that's the Bayview Tap Room. It's Bayview Corner. Oh, we have so much fun. We have street dances, <laughs> farmer's market. Everything's in full swing, and that's where my office is. So we have a Bayview Healing Suites there. Um, let's see. And then also Little Big Fest. So if you want to get tickets, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you also can park there, um, on that Muckleteo side, get on the ferry, walk on, and then they have buses that'll take you to the fairgrounds. Also there's camping. Uh, we're getting a little bit late for that, but that's, uh, littlebigfest.org. So come out either this weekend or come out and see me <gasps> this fall, right? Oh man. Okay. Life is good. So we're going to end the show with... Scott Pemberton O-Theory. <gasps> and you can reach uh, the band at scottpemberton.com. And they're going to be there. Go check out littlebigfest.org for the lineup. I'll probably be there Saturday because Friday I'm going. That's tonight I'm going to Coolwater. Oh, yeah. And uh, the title of the song is also Tomorrow's Yesterday, by the way. Tomorrow's Yesterday. Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to end the show with that song. Come back next week for more people, places, and activities that will lift your spirits.
Just another man. 